This is Restoration Bible Church and Ministries. We are a people of excellence living purposefully. And now, here is God's servant, Reverend Tunde Bolanta, as he brings you God's word. We trust that you will be blessed as you listen. This morning we were talking about blood-sworn promises. Blood-sworn promises. Let's take our reading this time from Hebrews chapter 6, from verse 16 to 20. Hebrews 6, 16 to 20. Um, Hebrews 6, 16 to 20. For men verily swear by the greater, and an oath for confirmation is to them an end of all strife. Wherein God willing more abundantly to show unto the heirs of promise the immutability of his counsel, confirm it by an oath. Now by two things in which it was impossible for God to lie, we might have a strong consolation who have fled for refuge to lay hold upon the hope set before us. Which hope we have as an anchor of the soul, both sure and steadfast, which entereth into that within the veil, whither the forerunner is for us entered, even Jesus, made an high priest after the order of Melchizedek. First Samuel seventeen thirty-six. Thy servant slew both the lion and the bear, and this uncircumcised Philistine shall be as one of them, seeing he hath defied the armies of a living God. Friends, a blood covenant is a covenant where you swear with your own blood or with your own life. The first part of that scripture say, in Hebrew says, you people swear by somebody greater than themselves to end all controversy. You say, I swear by my mother. So you are technically saying, if I can't keep my word, then let my mother get me or let a higher authority get me. But God, when he spoke to Abraham, he swore by himself. Technically speaking, God was saying, I'm willing to give my life if necessary. We thank God that he gave his life when Jesus went to the cross and made a new covenant in blood. If you will remember in Genesis 15, when Abraham said to the Lord, how am I going to have all these things? The Lord said to Abraham, hey, take some animals for me. Cut them. And um, let, you know, they used to cut them in half by the spine and there will be blood on, on, on the pathway where those people doing that covenant arrangement will walk. In those days, they will walk through the blood of those animals like a, you know, like a figure eight. They will walk through it and um, they are swearing and saying, I'm ready to give my life like these animals have given their life. And then Abraham was still undecided, you know, in chapter 16. He got involved and produced Ishmael. And in Genesis 17:10, God said to him, my covenant with you is that you will circumcise yourself. Put your blood into this agreement. But we are the circumcision, the Bible says, that worship God in the spirit. Every child of God has had, has had a heart circumcision. That means God has taken the heart of stone and given you the heart of flesh. Blood-sworn promises cannot be broken. 
you may want to write this down, that the blood covenant in Christ is irreversible, irrevocable, and cannot be broken. The blood covenant in Christ is irreversible, irrevocable, and cannot be broken. That's why the Bible says, when we are faithless, he remains faithful. He cannot deny himself. Sometimes it takes a long time, and you are asking yourself, how will God show his strength in my life? I want to encourage you this morning. The Bible says in Psalm 126, when the Lord turned again the captivity of Zion, we were like them that dream. One day you are going to wake up, it's going to be like a dream, but the Lord will turn your captivity around. I said it's going to be like a dream, but the Lord will turn your captivity around. There are many examples in the Bible. The children of Israel, for 430 years, they were in captivity. Nothing seemed to be working. The Bible says the more they afflicted them, the more they increased. I want to say to you, because you belong to God. You know, there are certain things they can do to people. I read the story uh, of an American. Um, she was like a presenter. She had her own program. She hosted her own show. The woman went to one country in Europe, and she wanted to buy a bag in the shop. And they didn't treat her well. They didn't treat her well. So when she got back home, on her program, she mentioned the case. Ah, when the owners of the shop heard, is this this kind of woman we treated so badly? You know, they apologized. Amen? They apologized. It, the thing got so far that even the prime minister had to call her. You see, it is not who you are in the flesh that counts, but who you are in the spirit that counts. Child of God, you may feel like a nobody this morning, but I want to say to you that the King of kings and the Lord of lords is living on your inside. Why did they apologize to that woman? They realized who she was in the natural, that she was a big hostess of a program. I want to say you are, you are, you are bigger than any human being in the, in, in, in the spirit. You know why? Because Jesus lives in you. You know, you may, you may take that chair you are sitting on, and, you know, somebody says, I want to buy that chair for one million. You say, why do you, that's too much for that chair. But if they say that's a chair that uh, Nelson Mandela used to sit on in his study, or that's a chair that Obafemi Awolo used to use in his study, or Namdi Azikwe, or, or Tafua Balewa, all those big, big names. They say, oh, is that the chair he used in his study? Or Abraham Lincoln? Then the value of that chair goes up because of the person that used to sit on it. Used to sit on it. And the person is dead, but used to sit on it. But the person not sitting on you, but living in you today, is the Messiah. He is the King of kings and the Lord of lords. He is the Alpha and the Omega. The one that has no beginning, has no ending. He has no tenure. His tenure can never be removed. He is, he is, the, he is the Ancient of Days. He is the one living in the inside of you this morning. He is the resurrection and the life. And because of him this morning, whoever touches you, touches the apple of his eye. Because of him this morning, and because you are in covenant with him this morning, I say 20 2023 cannot devour you. Every failure you have... Oh.
Jehovah. Every failure you have had so far, I want to speak to you by the spirit of prophecy that the Lord God Almighty, He will turn them into your advantage in the name of Jesus. That weeping may endure for the night, but joy is coming your way in the morning. I want to declare over a child of God, because the God of heaven is living on your inside, because you are the dwelling place of the Spirit of God, you are unkillable. I say you are unkillable. You cannot be destroyed. You cannot be conquered. They may surely gather not by me, but whoever gathers against you shall fall for your sake. You are going from glory to glory as those that come to Zion. I decree and I declare over your life that what God has written for you, it cannot be abolished. He has sworn in blood to take care of your children. Shall the prey be taken from the mighty or the lawful captive delivered? He said, I will contend with those that contend with you and I will save your children. I want to declare to a child of God today that every contention against you in that office, in that family is going to be brought to naught in the name of Jesus. I said, every contention against your destiny is going to be brought to naught in the name of Jesus. God is going to bring your husband your way. God is going to bring your miracle baby your way. Your business will grow. Your children will grow. They cannot but grow because of the covenant in Christ. Is there a witness in the house of the Lord today? Hey! Hallelujah. The chair was not important until we had the history of who sat on it. I may not look like much to you. Your neighbors may think you are so ordinary, but when they hear who is living in you, let me tell you something. If the king of England calls now and says, Dikimayo, why, why is it you I'm using today? Maybe something good is coming up. Says, Dikimayo, I'm coming to stay in your house for 24 hours. Do you, know, do you know everything about your life has changed? The street will change. Because the authorities will say, ah, we did not grade that road. Suddenly they will remember your road. Because somebody bigger than you is coming to your house. I want to say Jesus is bigger. He's the greatest. He's the king of kings. He's the lord of lords. And when he decides to come to you, he's not just coming to visit, he's living in you. Your road will be suddenly tired. Your light, Nepal will not take your light throughout that time. <laughs> is that not true? Because Jesus is living in you. We have a blood covenant that makes us the dwelling place of the Spirit of God. Others may be destroyed by the same thing, but it will not destroy. He said, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, that means things can look really scary. How many of you would like to walk through a burial ground? Is this a burial ground in the night? Come and pass. Some of you will not pass. You say, ah, let them not come and catch me. You know that kind of thing. He said, that means when you walk through, you know, if Isaiah 43 says, when you go through the waters and through the rivers and then through the fire, do you want to walk through the fire? You want to fly through the fire? We say, I'll, I'll be with you. What am I saying to us this morning? That that blood covenant is irreversible, irrevocable. It cannot be broken because God swore it in blood. Let's look at Zechariah chapter 9, verse 11. 
And you, Zechariah 9.11, the message translation. And you, because of my blood covenant with you, I'll release your prisoners from their hopeless cells. Come home, hope-filled prisoners. This very day, I'm declaring a double bonus. Everything you, you lost, return twice over. Judah is now my weapon. The ball I'll pull, setting Ephraim as an arrow to the string. I'll wake up your sons, O Zion, to counter your sons, O Greece. From now, O people, from now on, people are my swords. What's God saying? Anything that has bound you, has held you bound, held your children bound, held your business bound, held your family bound. He said, by the co blood covenant I have with you. Based on the blood of those animals, God said, I will intervene. How much more based on the blood of Christ, he will intervene. Every promise, the Bible says all the promises of God are yea and amen in Christ. Yea and amen. That means they find their fulfillment in Christ. He paid for our sins. There are no causes in our covenant. If something like a cause is trying to appear in your life, you just reject it and say, this is not in my covenant. Jesus has paid and you plead the blood against that thing from hell. Hallelujah. Say, because of my covenant. The easy translation says, but I made a promise to you. I made that promise true with blood. I made that promise true with blood. The easy translation. I made that promise true with blood. I back it with my own blood. That's why you will not fail. That's why you will not fail. I said, that's why you will not fail. So that's why David said this uncircumcised Philistine. And the Philippians 3.3 3 talks about the circumcision of a heart. If you want to write that scripture down. Another thing I wanted to look at is First uh, Samuel 17, 34 and 35. Let's look at that passage. And David said unto Saul, Thy servant kept his father's sheep. And there came a lion and a bear, and took a lamb out of the flock. <laughs> and I went out after him and smote him and delivered it out of his mouth. And when he arose against me, I caught him by, the beard, by his beard and smote him and slew him. Look at verse 36. 36. Verse 36. Who is on that system? Put up verse 36. 36, all right. Thy servant slew both the lion and the bear, and this uncircumcised Philistine shall be as one of them, seeing he had defied the armies of the living God. Your present challenge is a target practice for your next opposition and victory. Your present challenge is a target practice 
for your next opposition and victory. There's something you need to see here. Most people don't realize that it's not the first time this boy is using covenant to defeat something. Hello? When he was challenged and told, this Goliath is a big boy. You are a small boy, he will kill you. What did he say? Thy servant slew the lion and the bear. He even described it that as he was tending the flock, a lion came and a bear came and took a lamb. And they said, he read it to him, he said, he chased after them. Please, if you are normal and a lion enters this place, are you going to chase after the lion? You see, he only took animal. Let the lion go in peace. Is that not what we're going to do? Say, lion, you only took animal? It's okay. Bia, you only took one lamb? It's okay. But not David. Because people read this passage and they don't connect it well. When they challenge him that you cannot do this, they say, ah, 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 ah. The, my history, I'm not an army lieutenant, I'm not a general, I'm just a boy, but my history is the fact that a lion has been here before and I killed it. A bear has been here before and I killed it. This uncircumcised Philistine, the reason I killed the lion is because of blood covenant. The reason I killed the bear is because of blood covenant. The reason I will kill this Goliath is because of blood covenant. Not because my name is Tudebolanta or my name is Mayo or my name is Igwe or I'm a... It has nothing to do with that. Child of God, I want to announce to you that the reason you will go through this situation and come out on the other side is because God has sworn in, in his own blood through the Lord Jesus Christ to you. Jesus Christ died and he died no more. When Jesus went on the cross and shed his blood, the New Testament was sworn to him by the blood of Christ. He swore that New Testament to him. That's why all the promises are yea and amen in Christ. You are not too old to have a child. You are not too old to have a miracle. You are not too old to be delivered. Is somebody hearing what I'm saying to you right now? What are his credentials? I took down the lion. I took down the bear by covenant. By your God, you will run through a troop. I said you will run through a troop and you will leap over a wall in the name of Jesus. I don't have any other credential. The only credential I have is that God in his own blood swore to me that he would keep me. That I will go through this situation he will keep me. So this guy has been practicing before now. You two, you have been practicing before now. How many of you can point to one situation in your life that you know you didn't do it by your own power? If God had not been on your side, you would not be here today. I can point to many personally where I knew that if God did not step in and if God did it yesterday, he would do it today. Ah, there's one song we used to sing. That song says, God, I've come to give thanks so." Because what you did yesterday, you will do it today again. Can you sing that song with me, somebody? Oh, 
The God that did it yesterday, that song says, He will do it today, He will do it tomorrow. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. What He did yesterday for them, He will do it today for us. My testimony is that when my neighbors are getting blessed, I know I am next for a miracle. I say, You are next for a miracle. You are next for a lifting up. If you believe that, lift your hand and give Him glory. In the house of God this morning. If he's doing it all around you, he's coming closer to you. When miracles are breakthrough are happening all around you, he's coming closer to you. If he did it in your house before, he has not lost the power. He has not lost the ability. He will do it again. I want to believe for, with somebody this week. Now, as you go this week, everything your heart has been desiring, that the God of heaven will manifest in your life. He will manifest in the life of your children. He will turn it around for his glory. In the name of Jesus. Please be seated. The only problem we have is that when we are doing target practice, I mean, well, this guy David surprises me. How can a lion come? You chase after the lion. We need to read the Bible with eyes open. A lion? I was somewhere in America and we were looking at one, I was in one church. We were just in the, in the back of the church. There was a little snake that was running just in the bush. My friend jumped as if it was a lion. I said, oh boy, and I just must snake be this far. It's just tiny. Let's kill it. He said, no, 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 pastor. I said, ah. You see, some small, small snakes may come in your compound. You break the head of the snake. You break their head. Every time you overcome something, you rise higher than that thing. Some of you in your office, they will say they will never promote you. But you are promoted. Amen. Do you think it's man that did it for you? They say, oh, this thing, you are going down, but you are still standing. Do you think it's man that did it for you? Those are the things, the testimonies you will give the devil when he tells you, see you, no way. You say, devil, do you remember I killed the lion? Do you remember I killed the bear? You lied that it was not possible, but I'm still standing here today. I want to tell somebody in 2023, December 31st, you'll be in this house praising God. January 1st, you'll be in this house praising God. December 2024, you'll be in this house praising God. You will see the wisdom in what I'm saying very soon. I say you'll be in this house praising God. People that cannot declare their tomorrow today, they may forfeit the opportunity of seeing that tomorrow. David declared the whole thing. He said, this is what I will do to you, Mr. Goliath. I will cut off your head and all Israel will know. I know there are giants in the land, but giants will not consume you. Giants will not consume your destiny. If you believe, I say a bigger amen in the house of the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
all those small, small snakes in your compound. By that, I mean evil forces. Practice with them. Hallelujah. Let me tell you this story. Um, how do I tell it? I say, I say, youth copper. Where I did my youth service. I won't tell you the town. Some of you know that town. There was a church that did not believe in using hospitals. That's their own belief. Even when women are delivering babies, they will be praying inside water. We will have full hospital here. And we still believe in healing. Anyway, that's not the point. So, the flat I was staying with one bank manager, an elderly, much elderly than me. I, I thought he was elderly now. Now me myself, I realize I'm elderly. <laughs> when they say old people in those days, we used to say, ah, old people. You now, you say, ah. Anyway, an elderly man. I was just a young guy. When God is training you, be trainable. So, those people, many of those babies will die. I mean, as in dead. They will die. But because the man belongs to that church, I was the only brother around there. He would come and knock my door. Pa, 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 pa. Brotune, brotune, come out, come out, come out. We have to go and pray. We have to go and pray. I said, young man, I said, what is this wahala? People go to hospital, go to health center. <laughs> Do you know that He will drag me there. He will drag me to that place. They will throw me a dead baby like this. Why? In your hand. The first time I said, what are we going to do with this now? We we'll start praying. We'll start praying. This, you know, this kind of prayer is not easy. You were holding your... We pray, 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 pray. Sometimes the babies will just sneeze. Try! Baby will come back to life. It was practice. Some of them didn't come back home. But many came back. That's how I started learning that one. Sometimes the uncomfortable places you find yourself... He said, he wrestled the lamb out of the lion's mouth. I visited one man in, in, uh, in the U.S. He's a big game hunter. They call him to come and kill animals that are stubborn. Different countries will call him. So in the man's living room, he has a lion stuffed. The lion he killed, he stuffed the lion. I was thinking about David when I look at that lion. It's dead though, but they stuffed it. You know, you think it's alive. See the teeth. David said, I wrestle. When I read that scripture, I'll see the teeth of that lion. I say, you wrestle what? Read that passage. Lion, you wrestle. The covenant of God will make you stronger than your enemy. Yeah. If David could wrestle a lion, you see the teeth of the lion. See the teeth. See their hand. The eye of a lion can kill somebody. Oh, yeah. But David wrestled. How did he do it? By circumcision, by covenant. When they are marking people for destruction in that office, they must pass you by. Yeah. When they are marking them for evil, they must pass you by. Yeah. Because you are a covenant man who serves a covenant keeping God. Some of you don't realize how many things God has kept you through. With all the spirit of terror, 
you are here you don't know that you have wrestled lion you have wrestled a bear the same road they say they should not take you take it every week you don't know you have wrestled lion you have wrestled the bear someone somebody talk to me in this house god has been on your side i said god has been on your side i said god has been on your side and he that has started a good work in you he will bring it to perfection in the name of jesus hallelujah let's take another thought thank you lord jesus so covenant is the key you've been having target practice sometimes when god is blessing you look at philippians 1 6 and 7 sometimes when god is blessing you you don't know if he's blessing you <laughs> for what you've been through or what you are going to go through Philippians 1 6 being confident of this very thing that he which had begun a good work in you will perform it unto the day of Jesus Christ being confident of this one thing that he which has begun what a good work will perform it the day of Jesus Christ hallelujah 1 Samuel 17, 37. David said, Moreover, the Lord that delivered me out of the paw of the lion, you see it, out of the paw of the bear. <laughs> I don't know how you read your Bible, but when the guy says, The Lord that delivered me out of the paw of the lion, it means that there was actually a wrestling. That when he took the lion, the lion fought back. Isn't that, that's the picture I get. The Lord who developed me out of the paw. Is it the paw? I was describing that lion that was tough that I saw in one man's house. The paw of that lion, that means the lion struggled with David. They struggled. Maybe David was on the floor or was on top of the lion or the lion even tried to hold him. That boy understood covenant. <laughs> that is a serious picture in my own mind. He would deliver me out of the hand of this Philistine. And Saul said unto David, Go, and the Lord be with thee. Before this time, David tried to give him armor. <laughs> Don't use armor you are not used to. Use the armor of the word of God. Hallelujah. Introduce your giants to the covenant-keeping God. Introduce your giants to the covenant-keeping God. Psalm 44, verses 1 to 3. Introduce your giant to the covenant-keeping God and never major on the lies of the adversary. Two things there. Introduce your giant to the covenant-keeping God and never major on the lies of your adversary. What David was simply saying is that Mr. Goliath meets my father. If a bully is chasing you from school and your father is the current heavyweight champion of the world, just run home and the bully will meet your father. God is your father. Psalm 44 verse 1 to 3. We've been hearing about this God all our lives. Message translations. It's translation. Our fathers told us the stories. Their fathers told them. How single-handedly you weeded out the godless from the fields and planted us. How you sent those people packing, but give us a fresh start. 
We didn't fight for this land. We didn't work for it. It was a gift. You gave it smiling. And as you gave it, delighting as you gave it. What was David saying? Mr. Goliath, God is smiling because you are fighting against me. Mr. Goliath, Mr. Mountain, God is smiling because you are fighting against me. Had they known, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. Every time you, have, you are in a, in a spiritual battle, know that the enemy can see a victory. That's why he's fighting you. Have you heard that anybody robbed a house that had nothing in it? If a house is empty, robbers don't go there. They look for the one that has something. Because you have the power of God and the presence of God in your life, that's why the enemy is fighting against you this morning. And I want to declare to you, you are winning in the name of Jesus Christ. Job chapter 5, verse 8. Job 5, 8. If I were in your shoes, the message translation, if I were in your shoes, I'll go straight to God. Thank you. I'll throw myself on the mercy of God. The next verse. After all, he is famous for great and unexpected acts, and there's no end to his surprises. Let me read it again. If I were in your shoes, I'll go straight to God. I'll throw myself on the mercy of God, verse 8. After all, he is famous for great and unexpected acts, and there's no end to his surprises. If you read on, the Philistine, he kept, he kept talking. He said, am I, am I a dog that you send this small boy after me? Blah, 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 blah. There was a back and forth. You know, Satan talks. Problems talk, rent talks, delay talks, fear talks, everything negative has a voice. But David said, Mr. Mr. Goliath, I want to introduce you to Papa God. I'm not fighting this battle. My father is famous for surprises. Everybody was surprised. That a sling and a stone could take Goliath down. I want to say it's not how much strength you have. Sometimes you don't feel like you have any strength. Just do your little bit. And say, Lord, this is my little bit. This is my five loaves and two fishes. I don't have more than that. But I'm trusting covenant power to multiply it in my behalf. I'm trusting covenant power. God told me that the next six months will be better than the first six months. God told me on Friday... He said, the next six months, he showed me, it will be better for you than the last six months. That means things will get better for you because you have somebody backing you. You have a covenant-keeping God this morning. If you receive that word, can you lift your hand and receive it? It will be better. It will be better. It will be better for you. Introduce your problem to God and say, problem, have you met El Shaddai? You are telling me that I cannot make that payment. Have you met El Shaddai? Have you met the all-breasted one? Have you, you, say, you say I should worry that I'm alone. Have you met Jehovah Shammah, the one who is ever-present? 
Have you met Jehovah Jireh, the Lord who supplies all my needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus? Have you met Jehovah Sidkenu, the Lord my righteousness? When the enemy begin to accuse you and say you've made so many mistakes, you are not good enough, you don't qualify. You say, devil, it's not about my qualification. The covenant is in Christ. He's the one that God caught a covenant with is my behalf. <clears throat> He's Jehovah Sidkenu. He's the Lord, my righteousness. Ah, have you met Adonai? Have you met him? Have you met him who split the Red Sea? When your mountain begins to talk to you and say, well, I cannot see any future for you. You can say, have you met Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the ending? He said, hey, Goliath, I introduce you to my God. And with that stone, that stone, he brought Goliath down. I want to believe with you this morning. Now that Goliath will come down as you begin to aim with the word of God at that Goliath in your life in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. <clears throat> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's take another thought quickly. So introduce that mountain to God. Many of us will have been telling God how big Goliath is. See God, oh, see the kind of thing against me. Yeah. The Bible says, whosoever shall say to the mountain. And that's our next thought here. Declare the end from the beginning. Declare your end result. Declare your end result. Isaiah 46.10. Isaiah 46.10. Declaring the end from the beginning and from ancient times, the things that are not yet done, say, my counsel shall stand, and I will do all my pleasure. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The woman with the issue of blood is a famous story. That woman kept saying, if I can get to Jesus, I will get healed. If I can get to Jesus, I will get healed. The Bible says in Romans 10 from verse 6, let me summarize that. It said, the righteousness of faith does not say who will go to heaven and bring Jesus down, or who will go into the deep and bring him up. But what saith it? The word is in thy mouth and in thy heart. Amen. The word of faith which we preach. That is, if thou shalt confess with your mouth and believe with thy heart, you shall be saved. It starts here. That's why Jesus told the centurion. He marveled at his faith. The centurion said, don't come to my house. It's not needful. Just speak the word only. You see, the word of God is anointed. As you and I begin to speak that word against our mountain, that mountain we hear the word of God as though God himself was speaking it. Child of God, you need to start today to speak to your mountain like David spoke to Goliath, like the woman with the issue of blood spoke to her mountain. Begin to use the word of God against that mountain and begin to declare, I do not have the spirit of fear, but of love and of power and of a sound mind. I don't know what your need may be, but begin to declare the word of God over your life. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He that dwelleth in the sacred place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, begin to say of the Lord, you are my refuge. You are, you see, when you make a confession, the Bible says Jesus is the high priest of our profession. Can you imagine that what I say here, Jesus will repeat before the Father? What you say here, Jesus will repeat before the Father. 
I encourage you this morning, as you stand to your feet everywhere, let's stand together this morning. You need to speak a word to that mountain. That challenge in your life this morning, you need to speak a word to it. The Lord just told me right now, He said He is healing back problems in the church. So if you have any problem with your back, lift your hand and thank Him, take your healing. Just lift your hand and say, I receive it. Anything with your back, take your healing. Just lift your hand and say, Lord, I thank you for my healing. Just lift your hand and thank him. Father, in the name of Jesus, every hand that is raised, I speak healing to you right now. I command every pain. Yes, that one, that one towards the lower vertebrae. Leave in the name of Jesus. I command every distress with the back. Be gone in the name of Jesus. And every other infirmity under the sound of my voice, come out in Jesus' name. Lord, I give you praise and I give you glory. Now just wave your hand and thank him this morning. Wave your hand and thank him this morning. Wave your hand and give him praise this morning. Now, as, as, we, as I round up this, I want you to open your mouth right now and begin to just declare. I don't know what that mountain is. You may want to say this after me. Heavenly Father, I thank you this morning that I belong to you. And because I belong to you, I have a covenant through Christ Jesus with you this morning. I declare I cannot be defeated. I declare greater is he that is in me than is he that is in the world. With the word of my mouth this morning, every mountain, mountain of fear, every giant of family failure, every giant of attack in the office, every financial giant, every economic giant, every giant of fear, I declare I am the redeemed of the Lord. I have been redeemed from your hand. In the name of Jesus, I open my mouth and I say, angels are working for me. Supernatural provision is my portion. Thank you, Lord, you are my helper. You are the helper of my family. You are the helper of my children. By reason of covenant, you will give me double for my trouble. By reason of covenant, blessings are following me. Blessings are pouring upon me. They are pouring upon me like wine from the mountain. It is well with my family. Daddy, I thank you for jobs and better jobs. I thank you for success at interviews. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Now lift your hand and thank him for it this morning. Father, for every hand lifted, keep that hand up. Everything they've declared this morning, Lord, I stand with them in faith. If you've declared something and you want to tie it by faith, leave your seat and just come to the altar. That's instruction from heaven. You declare something, you want to tie it up by faith. Just come and you can say to yourself, I went to the altar of God and I tied it up by faith. Just stand there and tell the Lord, I have spoken your word as your servant has commanded and I thank you for manifestation. That's all you are doing here. I have spoken your word as your servant has commanded. And I thank you for manifestation. Is it a job that you need? Is it miracle baby? Is it marriage? Is it bills that are due? Open your mouth and say, Lord, I have spoken your word this morning. I have spoken your word this morning. And angels are working for me. Just open your mouth and say to the Lord, I have spoken your word this morning. No, 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 no. She paramata ta 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 
I say you are vindicated. I say you are vindicated. I say you are vindicated. You are exonerated. The God of heaven is showing you favor this morning. Just lift your hand and thank him. Give him praise. Give him glory. Your miracle baby is on the way. That child that ran away from home is coming back. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. There shall be celebration in your household this year. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Father, I thank you for everybody who has stepped out in faith this morning. I thank you for them. And Lord, I stand in agreement with them that every need is met according to your riches in glory by Christ Jesus. I thank you because every harassment of hell is broken over your lives this morning. In Jesus' mighty name, you have cause to celebrate in the name of Jesus. I say you will have cause to celebrate in the name of Jesus. Why don't you lift that hand and give him praise and worship this morning. Hallelujah to Jesus. Can we give God three shouts of hallelujah? hallelujah. Another shout of hallelujah. hallelujah. Another shout of hallelujah. hallelujah. Let's take our seats this morning. Let's take our seats. Thank you for listening to today's message. Do join us same time next week. Follow us on our social media handles, Facebook and Instagram at Restoration Ministries International, Twitter and Mixilar at RBCM Online, and our website is www.rbcmonline.org. You can also be part of our live power park services every Wednesday by 5.30 p.m. and on Sunday by 7 a.m. and 8.30 a.m. respectively at Restoration International Conference Center, RICC, Romanew Extension, Kaduna South. God bless you.